constant sorrow all through his days. I am a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble. I heard there's a man up there that'll pay you to talk into his can. Ah, the reference. You're crazy. (laughs) All right, so uh, we're going to pick up where we left off, which was at Big Meadows Campground. uh, Four days and nights into our eight-night, nine-day journey through Shenandoah National Park and our first section hike of the Appalachian Trail. So uh, to recap, um, we had... uh, Pretty tough first day. Didn't make it uh, where we planned to. Um, equally very, very tough <laughs> second day. Uh, one thing I forgot to talk about a little bit last time was getting your uh, hiker legs. So oh, yeah. we both noticed kind of on the third day. Uh, third day, a couple things happened. We got hiker legs and hiker hunger. <laughs> third day seems to be when everything it just all to snaps together. Yeah. So, but hi- hiker legs, uh, the idea is that you have to put less mental energy into walking the act basically. of hiking because it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, again, it's different with your pack and on the different terrain and up and down hills and things like that. So, it doesn't take, you aren't as mentally exhausted basically yeah. from just constantly paying attention to where you're stepping and right. which foot is going where and where your trekking poles are and are you comfortable with your pack and all that. It just sort of settles into. Yeah. A subconscious so, so that started to pattern. emerge a little bit. I mean, you know, again, you got to be on the trail for weeks to get like really crazy tendon strength and all that sort of stuff, oh, yeah. where it's impossible basically to turn or break an ankle. So, and I'm what we noticed is that. like with all the through hikers we met, they all have a similar like gait. It's very bouncy. <laughs> I don't know, like. Yeah. How else to describe it other than that? Just they use more like of their thighs to really lift their legs up. Yeah. So that yeah, they must kind be kind of bounced along. Yeah, and and and, and and I did that a few times. And while it is more, uh, you know, calorically, it, it, you know, you're using more energy clearly, but it yeah. is less hard on your joints. I think so because you're absorbing more with your uh, with your muscles and less just you know kind of bone jarring stomp stomp stomp. So. Yeah. So that happened, and then we did talk a little about the hiker hunger, but about day three, you know, we were still cramming in, you know, 1,200, 1,500 calories for dinner and, you know, clean up, and then an hour later we were hungry. And that stayed with us, you know, pretty much the the whole hike and probably about, I don't know, three days. Into vacation. Three days after. Yeah. Yeah. About three days after it kind of, I could go back to, you know, just having coffee for breakfast, you know, which is normally what I have. I'm not a big, big breakfast eater. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, so uh, when we last left you, we were uh, we had found our way to Big Meadows. It was a it was a good day. We uh, we uh, made it there kind of in an estimated time. It was the first time we actually arrived at a place where, when we said in the morning, "Oh, yeah. we should get here by about four. and sure enough, we got there about four. Yeah, uh, showered. After the last big climb of yeah. the day, seeing mom and two cubs. Yeah, our second mom and two cubs. Yeah. We showered. Uh, we saw uh, we uh, we went to the wayside, had a big meal. Um, Delicious. Got uh, did a little resupply because we we while we bought too much food of some sorts, we didn't bring enough of others intentionally. Right, we knew we could at least buy this sort of stuff. And we needed yeah, to get some more. Basically, like the freeze dried yeah. dinners, we yeah. didn't buy. And they stuff didn't have out. Mountain House, so we resupplied with Backpackers Pantry, which I don't think is is good. But uh, yeah. yeah, you do with what you can get. <laughs> Anything is good after hiking. Yeah. 
And uh, so then we uh, we went back and we did some laundry after the wayside, which is nice to get kind of everything clean and then uh, charged our phones and our, our backup battery. Um, and yeah, uh, there, there is a charging station. Yeah. And then we, uh, then we tr- you know, tried to sleep. Now, how did you sleep in the, uh, the, like the commercial campground? That was probably the best, one of the best sleeps I had the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was just so like, I was, <laughs> I was full of food and uh, head shower. Tired. And yeah. Head, I was clean. clean clothes. Yeah. I was comfortable as comfortable as you can be on the ground and in a tent but you know pretty comfortable so i i slept pretty well yeah. overall I, once i got to sleep i slept really well too but you know it Getting was a lot noisier <laughs> in the campground than obviously backcountry camping because uh, well there's other people. there's lots of people yeah now what about the uh the other animals and critters the deer in the, the deer <laughs> at big meadows my god they just rule that place they're like a gang <laughs> I think. And they emerge at night. When we were walking back from the wayside about 8 o'clock or so. Like a herd of them. They were just, just everywhere. Yeah. yeah just probably p- 20 or 30 the of them. And you could and get, you know, five feet away from them. That was pretty common with all the deer we yeah. saw, though. Like, you get five feet from them and they so just wouldn't care. I guess we learned from that that uh, deer, people don't eat deer in Shenandoah National Park, nor do bears. I don't know what, I guess... Deer just die of old age, or maybe maybe cars. I guess cars probably yeah, hit cars. But yeah. other than that, old age, yeah, they just have zero fear. Yeah. So uh, slept okay. Uh, again, once we got to sleep, I slept pretty well. Slept, you know, slept through the night and uh, got up in the morning. Um, and our goal was to actually get up pretty early, and we we did that right. We didn't have to make yeah. breakfast because we were going to breakfast at the lodge. Um, so we got up kind of, uh, on schedule. I think we got up, what, maybe 6.30 or so? Yeah, 6.30. Um, Packed up because, all our stuff within 15 minutes. Yeah, because I, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think the lodge opened to like 7.30. So we yeah. just, you know, we kind of wanted to have enough time to, you know, brush your teeth, go down to the bathhouse and do all that sort of stuff, uh, take care of the morning business and, uh, get everything packed up and, and ready to go. So, uh, and, and, and be there when it opened. And we were there pretty close. I think we were there maybe like 7.40 or so. So, yeah. Because we weren't quite sure where the lodge was. So walked and over to the lodge. There. Yeah. Walked over to the lodge with all our stuff and just left that out on the, basically the kind of the side of the front porch of the, the lodge. And, and the lodge of Big Meadows is pretty nice. It's a big, you know, kind of rustic cabin hotel sort of thing. Yeah. Pretty uh, nice. And went to the, the, we had breakfast there. Fred, our waiter from uh, Marseille in France, and then he hoped that we understood him, and I understood him just fine. I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I just jumbled through it. And the special was French toast. I don't know if he had anything to do with that or not. Or oh man, <laughs> you know French toast used to be called German toast, and they changed it to French toast during World War II because everybody hated the Germans. Oh, do you know that? Oh, <laughs> German toast. Yeah, never so, again. Always order German toast. Yes, I'll have the Hitler toast. <laughs> That's a different thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we uh, we had breakfast, uh, some pancakes and berries and and oh, uh, and bacon and lots of coffee that we could just keep asking for. You know, yeah, just, like, <laughs> yes. coffee. Yes, yes, more coffee. Just assume yes at all times. Yeah. Yes, more coffee. And when we were done, uh, we were good hikers. We asked for a glass of water to kind of hydrate before we left. And then Fred asked. <laughs> You want some more? <laughs> Do you want another breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want some more. And we're like, ah, Fred, you kn- you know what's up. Yeah. 
good, Fred. Good on you, Fred. So we declined his his offer because we wanted to hit the trail. And man, did we hit the trail. <laughs> so this was definitely our... This was intense hiking our, day. Our, you know, so it was, it was the first fully cool day, right? It was really, yeah. really cool. Not and, rainy, just very nice and yeah, cool. Nice, sunny day, nice and cool probably in, I don't know, maybe... It was actually, when we got started, I remember saying, I, I, I need to get going because I'm cold. Yeah, right? I, I remember you saying that. Yeah. You're like, I'm cold. I need to keep walking. Otherwise, yeah. like I get cold. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... And it was pretty flat when we started and pretty nice, right? It was probably the best terrain we had, consistent terrain. Yeah, you not know, like really those nice, ankle breaker rocks. That you know, are flat, terrible. you know, nice kind of woodland paths. And we just cranked and we just go, went and went and went. We just talking and walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having we, a grand we old time. We saw a bear that day. We did. We did. We saw a bear we, right after we crossed a road. We saw a bear on the other side of the road. And yep. uh, he, again, immediately took off. No big deal there. Um, but, you know, when we finally said, oh, let's stop for a break. Um, like, oh, yeah, let me, yeah, we're, we might need a snack now because that breakfast filled me up. Oh, yeah. It was, it really was fantastic. Yeah. So we were we were uh, two hours in. And so I said, before we look at the uh, the GPS, but look at the Gut Hook app to see how far we've gone, let's... Um, let's take a bet. Let's take a bet how far we've gone. And I said, uh, I said three, four, I think. And you said like four. Four. And it was five. <laughs> so we'd done five miles in, in a little bit under two hours. So definitely. Sugar and multiple cups of caffeine. Yeah. And cool weather do yeah, wonders. And a good night's of sleep. All those things make happy hikers, fast hikers, at least for us. So I, when I was putting the blog post up, I meant to mention this to you today. <laughs> when I was putting the blog post up today, I was getting links, you know, to put into the post. And, yeah. and, and I found on the page that I'd looked at. 50 times from the National Park Service about, you know, hiking through Shenandoah mm -hmm. uh, with, with the route that we had on it. And it said, you know, it said average speeds for different terrain. And it said the average speed through Shenandoah National Park, you should consider to be at 1.5 miles an hour. You're just not going <laughs> to do faster than that. And we were both figuring, oh, we can do two, no problem. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah we Before we began the hike, we were like, oh, we'll probably do two miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, that's not how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> Very much not. So, but yeah, again, you know, it was a pretty good day. So uh, after we hiked a little bit further and we stopped for lunch and uh, a northbound uh, section hiker that had through hiked the year previous stopped by where we stopped for lunch that day. Yeah, uh, we, talk, we talked with him a little bit um, and he, he actually let us know because I hadn't been checking the app too much that day that there was actually a wayside. Uh, or a, little, a campground. Uh, yeah, a campground, a little bit further down with a camp store. Yeah. Um, so We had already eaten. We were like, ah, oh, well. Yeah. So we decided that, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and just see it anyway. You know, we'll, we'll you Might know. Might as so well. We're making a good time. Kind of packed up. And so we went down there and I had a beer and I think you had an ice cream or something I like that. I had ice cream, yeah. Use the facilities. You know, always use that when you can. Mm -hmm. um, and then we. And uh, that's where you learned your little backpack trick from that's that right. guy. That's right. I did learn my magical. Yeah, literally, backpack. as he is starting to go, he flips his pack onto he, his he, like. He basically snatches his pack and yeah. then like swims into it. Yeah, basically, awesome. and just the look on your face when he left. <laughs> like, did you see what he did? That's so cool. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Yeah. I'm gonna do that from now on. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it took me a little bit. I I, I had my had a few practice runs. Bad hand position at first. You have to get your hands kind of reversed. Then but, you uh, figured it all out. But and then it, was it all fantastic. It all, it all just snapped in place. So, yeah, it it, it so not natural. only does it look cool, but. <laughs> It's very convenient. But but it actually I, I do think it it's a better better way to, to do it. 
um, because you don't just, end up twisting as much. I just don't care enough. Plus, like, at that point, my, like, top compartment, my brain was still, like, kind of loose. Yeah, I had and not had my dream off. yoga fixing oh my of God. your... <laughs> Yes, apparently he has a dream. He had a dream as to how to fix my top compartment. And I did it brain. as soon as we woke up. And did it work? It did work. Yes. So there you go. Your dream you're, yoga. Jung was right. Your unconscious works things out that your conscious mind can't. So fantastic. <laughs> little Jungian psychology in our trail. Just chilling. Yeah. All right. So uh, we uh, now. Now I was a little anxious on this day because we weren't exactly sure where we were going to camp. Right. So there wasn't anything that was. There's like, a little hint on the app. It, it, we're just like, yeah, there might be. <laughs> yeah. So so we started, you know, asking along the way, like you know, guys that were going northbound. We said, hey, is there anything coming up? And so we ran into a couple. I don't know those older guys. I don't know if they were section hikers or through hikers. We didn't really ask, and I yeah. couldn't quite tell. Um, never never From assume. Pack, yeah. Um, and, uh, so we, uh, you know, we asked them and said, yeah, there's a couple places, but you know, the, the last place we saw had a tent in it. And so we walked about another mile and saw that guy. It was a pretty nice spot, but you know, yeah, that wasn't where we wanted to stop. It was, yeah. it was too early. We wanted to get in at least, at least 13 miles, uh, that day. Yeah. Um, so we kept going and, um, yeah, found a really, really pretty nice space, uh, you know, right where we wanted to stop. Um, now again, I had a little bit of trouble that day stopping because, you know, we got to our campsite, you know, so, so the day before we had done like 10 and a half miles and gotten there by four. Four. And today, we left pretty late yeah, from to, what I remember. Today we did like, or this day, day five, we did like 13.2 miles or something like that. And yeah. we're there at 3.30 just because yeah. we cranked out so much in the morning. So, you just know. Freaking went. Yeah. Yeah. So, thinking. so you know, I, I, I was, you know, because it was so cool and we did, you know, I was pushing a little bit. Gave it up, like to do a twenty mile day and get back on the original schedule. I right? get all the way to uh, High Top Hut, yeah. um, which would have been another six on top of the thirteen point whatever we'd done. So nearly a twenty mile day. I'm glad we didn't because yeah, the, the next the climb day the climbs on those days that were, we would have had to do would have been yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah, it would have been been even t- with how good we were feeling. That would have been terrible yeah. at the very end of the day. Inevitably, each day we would have a climb at the very end. To get to wherever we needed to go, inevitably. Yeah. But so we stopped, you know, three thirty, and kind of didn't know what to do. So again, I, you know, set up my hammock, and uh, actually, this is like the first time I kind of took a nap in the hammock. And you uh, jumped in your tent. Yeah, uh, I sketched a little bit in my journal or whatever. Yeah. So did you? I mean, did you at this point? Did this day? Did you wish you had your hammock, or really not? You were eh, fine hanging out in your tent. Not really. I, I was pretty fine hanging out with in my tent usually the only thing that would bother me about hanging out in the tent if i had the time to do so and if i wanted to was like it would get it gets pretty warm in there yeah but since it was so cool that day it wasn't really an issue so it was fine okay so we did that and then uh kind of hung out until (laughs) i woke up and and started cooking dinner i think we ate around six or so um and you know uh, and then cleaned up, and, and again, it was kind of weird because neither, you know, we didn't wear watches, and we had our phones with us, but we were really looking at them. And we just kind of said, "All right, I'm just going to get in my tent and read a little bit." So I had, I did bring my Kindle, um, uh, my uh, book reader, and uh, had a book uh, that uh, came through Prime uh, from Michael Lewis, uh, Boomerang, the follow up to um, The Big Short that we watched <laughs> in Charleston when we were done later. Yep. Um, 
so I started reading that really good book. I highly recommend it. And, and, uh, but then I looked actually, you know, when I climbed the tent, I looked and I, I thought it was like eight, but it was like seven when we got, yeah, like, <laughs> Oh my God, what do we do with yeah, all this time? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I think I fell asleep probably about eight, you know, cause again, I read for a whole hour and, and See, I was, I, I had trouble getting to sleep. Like, I was just like, what do I do, man? I'm not even tired. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So I went to sleep about eight and, and that was probably overall on the trail. I would say that night was the best night of sleep I had. I had crazy dreams. Like people were bringing me sushi in my tent. Um, oh, living the life. Yeah. I, That's I, the AT, I, man. <laughs> That's actually what it was. Just like every mile or so there are people to massage your feet that's right bring you warm wet towels that's right showers around every corner yes exactly at least in dreamland sushi so (laughs) so much sushi yeah it's questionable sushi at (laughs) chinese buffets (laughs) well maybe not that yeah so uh, got up the next morning, and, and the plan was that there was a, uh, a picnic area maybe a couple miles away. And so we said, all right, let's, let's not cook breakfast here. Let's go avail ourselves of the water and tables and, and bathrooms and things like that there. Yeah, so, just like it was like 1.3 miles away. Okay, yeah, so, and downhill mostly. Yeah, so, so. we were like, man, eh, we'll, we'll just go over there and use the wonderful tables that they – provide at the picnic ta- picnic area right to cook our breakfast of ha- that, that was the morning we had the one uh the re- re- mountain re- house dehydrated yeah the the uh, breakfast skillet which was hash browns eggs sausage and like peppers all freeze-dried in this package and it was surprisingly decent but yeah. also you couldn't tell the eggs from the hash browns yeah it was just kind of one big mess thrown together. But again, it, w- it was decent. So right. we shared that and had a couple other things. Yeah. So so this was a- another, you know, so we'd done 13 miles the day before. This was one of our longest, right? So so the goal today was actually to finally get back to, so this was, you know, the, the night before. Track. The night before was our last dispersed camping, right? So again, this kind of random spot that we found. And our goal was to do a little bit over 15 miles this day. Uh, this is day six, uh, for those of you keeping track, uh, 15 miles this day and get to, uh, Pinefield hut, uh, or Pinefield shelter. I'm not which sure, was sure what to call them. 16 was going to add up to 16 miles. So yeah. the longest we've done yeah. thus far. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so we got going, um, and, and again, it was, it was a tough day, right? So, so, you know, we did, um, we did a really long climb about a mile and a half at 600 feet per mile or uh, yeah feet per mile of grade uh but we did it without stopping right we went all the way up that hill um and that's where we saw pinnacle right and that's where we ran into that guy that uh, southbound through hiker uh, that was from or lived in new hampshire yeah right? he lived in new hampshire and he he was quite the dude we, like we were sitting on a rock just like eating our lunch before the one really big climb we had right that 1.5 600 feet per meter yeah. per mile climb yeah. which we did without stopping i think yep that's right no, that's awesome that. aren't you listening <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i just said that like a minute ago so can you like fight me <laughs> all right let's change up the podcast let's do a fight okay <laughs> but we just need have to- the microphones <laughs> going <laughs> jesus can you not <laughs> No one's going to listen to your podcast if you keep hitting the microphone. Yeah, I know. Sorry about that. If I damage your ears, you can sue me. 
call my lawyer. All right, so uh, yeah, we ran into a southbound hiker, and uh, yeah, he passed us going up the hill. We met him at the top of the hill where he had seen a couple bears. Two bears. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, there's bears down there." By the way, and we're like, "Oh, awesome! That's our first two of the day." Yeah. Sweet. So, um, yeah, and, and so then we left before he did, but he caught up with us on the way down, and so there's fairly a, quickly. There was a big descent on the other side, right? So it was mile and a half up. Yeah. It was like two miles down. Yeah, right. I was and like, are we done with this hill? No. Yeah, yeah. So it was a long descent. And, and he caught up with us. Um, kind of hung out. Went, went in front of you, but like hung back. Yeah. He just talked. Yeah, yeah. So he was clearly looking for somebody to talk to. So we talked for a while. And we got to the bottom of the hill. He just said, well, nice talking to you, but I got to put in some miles. And he just, just took he, off. He had a fairly good reason, though, yeah. to just like kind of put in some miles, yeah. as he put it. Yeah, because yeah. he was in the military he was in the reserves and he was getting called back or called up or something like that yeah, so he, so wasn't he sure started his through hike and then like got called back so he's like well maybe i maybe i can finish this before no, he, no. there's no way he will no. be able to finish it but probably not good luck to him anyways so uh then you know so at the end of that we stopped at uh kind of took a little detour to go to a ranger station kind of an abandoned ranger station yeah. uh to get some water because you know again just saving the time not having to filter it um thought that was worth it and, and to take a big rest so we took a pretty good rest there at the yeah, ranger station half hour I'd uh, say. and left there about 6 30 because i think we got there point, about six i was feeling it yeah, yeah. and we still, I was starting to phase out really bad still <laughs> had two miles to go and and, and a you know, big climb right so this climb yeah. was um i forget the name of the, the hill black rock hill was yeah. right before it right um so. no that was before black rock Hut. never mind um, I don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So there, there was a big climb before it, um, and, and again, couple, couple, you know, uh, two, two point two miles, uh, and so, but we got there, and we got there, you know, pretty fast. We did that two point two in in a little bit over an hour with the climb. Um, yeah. So like an hour forty five, because we got we got to the hut at about seven forty five. Uh, so really good time, you know, enough time. Um, now this is our first time at a, at you know actually making it to a hut. Now we'd been yeah. to one before to get some water, uh, that gravel uh, springs hut on the first. Yeah, but uh, we've never like stayed. We at never actually the stayed once. We had to shelter. scope it out a little bit. So we walk up. There were uh, three, three people. people. Yeah, three dudes just sitting at the bench. Yeah. So so huts are these three sided shelters, tin roof, uh, open front. Uh, they have a, usually one platform, sometimes two. Uh, most of the ones in Shenandoah, I think, have two, kind of a lower and an upper platform. And they fit eight to ten people pretty comfortably. You can cram more in. Um, if you really want to, yeah. Yeah, just on in sleeping bags and sleeping pads uh, on, on the floor. So um, now this particular hut had a special feature. <laughs> A little friend, a little pet. Yeah. So, so some previous hikers had left signs, and one of the through the 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 through hiker there, Appalachian Jason. Check out his YouTube channel. The through hiker. Yeah, the through hiker at this one because the other two were section hikers. So we found out later. Um, had, you know, said that he actually saw. Uh, what was it? Was it copperheads or rattlesnakes? Rattlesnake. Or? Okay. That was what the sign was for. Is like, yeah. hold on, I have a picture of the <laughs> note they left us. Yeah. Because I thought it was so so nice. They left that for us. Rattlesnake in right side of shelter. Just be careful and double check before sleeping. It moved inside under the shelter. Three exclamation marks. Yeah. Exclamation marks. Yeah. So, yeah. We had a little snake friend, apparently, in the shelter. So, no one stayed in the shelter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I said, yeah, yeah I'm, we're going to tent. And, and the, the, the section hikers had already set up up on the hill. They were hammock camping. Um, 
and and you know Appalachian Jason said, "Well, I'm not sleeping in this box. That's why I carry a <laughs> tent, right?" So so he set up his tent too. So all five of us ended up kind of you know camping around. Now officially, you were not allowed to stay in the pine field behind Pinefield Hut, which seemed ca- kind of dumb to me because it's big flat area covered in pine needles. Place, to yeah, really camp. soft and everything like that. Now Appalachian Jason didn't give a shit. He camped there anyway. <laughs> And looking back, that's Appalachian what... Appalachian Jason don't give a shit yeah, That's what we should have done. Um, but uh, we ended up going up to one of the camping sites, which is a little bit up the hill, and like rocky and really tiny. And, and full of centipedes. Yes, covered in centipedes. It was like centipedes. centipede central. So Our tents were covered in centipedes in the morning. It was fantastic. Yeah. So we headed back down uh, after we got our stuff set up and uh, cooked dinner. Uh, Appalachian Jason was cooking his dinner and watching <laughs> Fear, Fear the, the Walking, Walking Dead, Dead on his on phone. His phone. Yeah. Yeah, so, and we just kind of talked with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. And he showed us a video of him chasing bears, chasing a <laughs> mom and two cubs. Yeah, yeah, he, that happened. I think you mostly followed him are on YouTube just to see if he survives. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much it. There's probably a Deadpool on him. Pro- so. <laughs> probably. Yeah. There's a Deadpool on all through hikers. Which one is mo- most likely to die? Yeah. Appalachian Jason is up there then. Yeah. So he just literally tapes himself like following animals and just along the trail he posts videos, videos of yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. So. so he had actually started like, you know, again, most through hikers that we were seeing were kind of behind, right? Because it was, it was late in the season for northbound through hikers. Um and and all of them, I think, except Jason, said they were going to flip, right? So if you yeah. flip, you start at Springer, you go to around Harper's Ferry, and then you get on a bus or plane or train and go up to uh, Kittadin and then go south, right, and yeah. come back to Harper's Ferry. That way you're, the weather's in your favor and right. the seasons and whatnot. Right. So you aren't. But but I don't think he had any intention of flipping. He was just, you know, right. he's like, I, I like to see the going. side trails. Everybody I started with is in Pennsylvania already, and I'm just going to go. So, all right, cool, man. Everybody hike your own hike. You you do you, man. Yeah. Just, just go. So we had dinner. He was he was a big fan of the uh, the freezer bag cooking, so he had made up, like, this little oh, stew yes. of uh, nor sides with summer sausage and, and magic seasoning. He was quite the gourmet chef of oh, yeah. the trail. Yeah. My goodness. So... And then we went up uh, to bed. Now, I decided, you know, that I was going to try to sleep in my hammock this night. And, you know, because, like, it was, like, so small and rocky. I just didn't want to, like, mess with trying to get into my tent. So I shoved my sleeping bag into my hammock and kind of climbed in that. And it sort of worked. I sort of slept okay, but I kind of didn't, right? It it was not nearly as good as the uh, previous two nights of sleep. So Probably a good thing that we didn't end up hammock. Well, I would have been better prepared overall. I would have had better, you know, again, I just kind of had a hammock and I just shoved a sleeping bag in it, which is not the best way to go. You get un- enough, under quilts yeah. and over quilts and all that kind of stuff. All that actually junk. Actually, tarp. So that next day, we both felt like shit. So, you know, <laughs> by this time, yep. the the uh, mountain house were really getting to me. Um, you know, uh, it was just a really time lo- to switch the couscous. Yeah, yeah. I, and I switched to couscous the, the rest of the nights. Uh, so, so, yeah, um, that next day, I mean, again, it was not it fun just at the time. Drug by, but it was like a super. So, so day seven was just like a super low energy day, right? I mean, it was just 
you know, it was just, we were both we kind of... We planned on just doing 13 miles, but we ended up doing like 16 again. Yeah, we ended up doing 16 again because we convinced ourselves to go to this wayside, which was way out of the way. And then we convinced ourselves to go to the camp store, which was also way out of the way. Um, but the camp store was probably a good call, right? Yeah. So actually the wayside was a good call because they had blackberry milkshakes. Oh, yes. That was, so, <laughs> that that pretty much made it worth so it, that, to be what was it the What was it, Lofts? I forget the name of the... I think so. Lofts, Wayside, or yeah, something. Yeah, there's this uh, Mountain Loft or Laurel Loft or something like that. So Meadow Lofts. Yeah. I don't know. A- anyway, Loft Mountain. I think that was it. Loft, Loft Mountain, Mountain Campground. Wayside, yeah. yeah. So we went to the Wayside there. Um, you know, again, just kind of you know, for- crappy forced ourselves to go. You know, like okay, we can make it. For- I think it was like four miles or something like that. Yeah, and, and four go- miles to the Wayside. Yeah, and our goal was to get there for lunch, and we did. We got there maybe twelve thirty or so. So yeah. it was okay. Um, but you know, I didn't feel any better. Like, you know, like that first time I got a hamburger after I ate it, I'm like, ah, like I felt great. I, I was take on the world. It was tasty at the time. It wasn't like I didn't enjoy it. I did, but I didn't feel any better afterwards. Yeah. So. I, I still felt really low energy and just dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really. But again, we kept going, right? We kept going. So climb back up the hill, you know, went another couple miles to make our way. And, and this was another thing, you know, again, I'm telling you this now cause you probably would have killed me at the time, but you know, we did the trail, right? We could have just walked up the hill to the camp store, but yeah. we went back on the trail and walked the trail. No, and, I, I yeah, figured. So, yeah. I saw the signs. Yeah. I knew what you were doing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we took, took didn't take any any easy ways out. Um, and even when we were at the camp store, we kind of, you know, we did like, a, to get back on the trail was like a big loop around and we could have just cut across and got back on the trail. So yeah. that, was, oh, well. that was like adding another mile. So again, we, uh, you know, we did it, uh, we did it the right way. We saw every blaze. Um, and, and again, we, we made it, right? I mean, so even again, after all that, um, you know, again, I was pretty proud of that day. Again, it wasn't fun at the time. But we just dug our heels in and kept going. Yeah, even just, just, just we kind just of sucked, both felt like shit. Sucked it up. So our goal this day was uh, Black Rock Hut. So that's why we were on Black Rock Mountain right before it. Uh, and today we uh, we Black ran Black Rock Mountain is interesting. Yeah, Isn't I don't know. Bad? I don't know what the geology that formed Black because it's you know you see like landslides in places, but Black Rock Mountain, the top of it is a landslide. Where did it like come rubble. from? <laughs> I mean, literal what? rubble on yeah. top of a mountain, just yeah. huge boulders. Yeah. No reason for it to be like that yeah. whatsoever. But so yeah. and we ran into a uh, a trail runner. So so this guy maybe. 60 70 years old yeah was I, i'd say 70 running all the way from rockfish gap uh, i'm sorry running all the way from front uh, uh lake front royal where we started all the way down to rockfish gap and back in five days and you know he was supported he had uh, somebody running with him that was doing like 20 or 30 miles at a time they would swap out and do different different things yeah different people would join him at different times and yeah but that. we saw him a couple times on day seven right be, or no did we see it we saw him on day five maybe or day six days no day seven we saw him for the first time he was with his buddy and just like running along we saw him twice that day i, I thought we saw him two or three times uh, like we saw him I, I know we saw him at least three times when he was southbound and we saw him only once obviously northbound yeah. but I, it was all in the same day that makes yeah, sense because we weren't going that day. fast yeah so you know that morning he had started at big meadows <laughs> <laughs> was already where we were, yeah. which is where we had been. You know, it was day seven, and we were at Big Meadows leaving there day four. He was so. like, oh, yeah, I was at Big Meadows. I got like two hours of sleep there. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they and that's right. He stopped for like a long, because he was like so depleted and took a nap in his car and yeah, woke up like, shivering and had, sh- had shivering. to eat. And, 
Dude. All sort of stuff. So that's why we passed him because because we were kind of even though we were cranking it out. So we passed him and saw them a couple times. Saw them right at the end. He's like, uh, wow, you guys are really like picking up the pace. You guys are you yeah. got a good pace. And you're like, well, have you ever seen a thoroughbred when you're taking it back to the stable? <laughs> and like, yeah, I think the other guy had horses. So that makes sense. Yeah. But. So we made it to Black Rock uh, Hut um, or shelter, and there was uh, one through hiker that was there when we walked up. Right, yeah, so guy, just one dude, guy from Vermont. Uh, I'm not sure of his trail name. I don't know that he ever told me, yeah, but a uh, guy from Vermont military school and was uh, just kind of hike. Graduated from college and was hiking the trail to figure out what he wanted to do. Uh, northbound guy, um, and uh, yeah, he was was a cool guy. Said that uh, he started uh, the trail eight weeks ago and uh, had already lost like 55 pounds eating like a horse. Even yeah, give an example or three. <laughs> well, you know, you go to Pizza Plus and get five pizzas. Eat them like, all by himself. Yeah, like 16-inch pizzas. Go to McDonald's, get like six... Double cheeseburgers. Du- double cheeseburgers. They're like, do you want that to go? And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to eat them all. They're all right for here, me, and I'm right going to eat them right now. So he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> go to like Chinese buffet yeah. and just eat everything in sight. And, and he told us that he had seen a bear when he was eating dinner. So he had eaten all, already by the time we got there. Again, we got there pretty late because it was you know low-power impulse day. So still, you know, we were rolling in about 7, 7.30, I would guess. Yeah. So we went, again, we were tenting, uh, still weren't into the whole, you know, staying in the shelter thing yet. Um, yeah, and officially, we didn't have to. Yeah. And officially the shelters were um, for uh, through hikers. So, you know, again, I didn't want to set up there and then get kicked out like at 2 a.m. when some through hikers showed up in one of, one of my yeah, spots. So pretty inconvenient. Yeah. So so we uh, we went ahead and set up tents. The tent sites were a little bit nicer, a little bit bigger, uh, still pretty yeah. rocky uh, at but, Black Rock. Eh, Hunt, but at that point, but it workable. didn't really matter. Yeah. So, so we got our tent set up. Um, were we worried about rain that night? I seem to remember like we thought yeah. it might rain. Yeah, but it started to rain a little bit later on. Yeah, it, when we were in the tents already. Yeah, but we were worried it was going to. So we, you know, we hurried up and got the tent set up again, and then came up. Um, and kind of while we were transitioning from getting our tent set up to um, cooking uh, dinner, uh, another hiker showed up. Ah, uh, yes, your friend and mine. Johnny Appleseed. That's right. Not what? Johnny Fever, but Johnny Appleseed. What a guy. So so this he guy walks up. This guy walks up with uh kind of looks like swim trunks on, chacos, uh an open cotton t shirt. Like Smeagol of the trail. <laughs> he didn't look that bad. So, <laughs> looked pretty bad. Like so, dirty. <laughs> so but the most interesting thing about Jeff well, there's many interesting things, but the most in- initial interesting thing about him was his gear. So so the the guy from Vermont and Johnny start talking and they're both through hikers, both northbound through hikers. Never met before though. Never met. So they start, you know, kind of trading bona fides and um you know, the other through hikers just incredulous, right? Like what is up with your gear? Ooh, <laughs> what did you do to your pack, man? <laughs> yeah. Like... So, so so to try to paint a, a a audio picture, he imagine just, you know, a big pack with the pack not there. So <laughs> So he took he, he started like everybody else with a big, you know, eighty or ninety liter pack. Same size as dad's. Yeah, He's at, a little tiny dude. Yeah, yeah. Know? I mean he guy probably weighed hundred and fifty pounds soaking wet. Yeah. So short and Yeah. And uh he he just took a knife to it and, and just cut everything off that he didn't need, which evidently included the bag, because all he had was the straps, the hip belt and the brain, the the kind of the compartment that goes up top. And to all it. his stuff sacks were tied to him very intricately, yes. like some Japanese knot, tr- like. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if it was like a slip knot. If you like pulled one string, like they'd all Let just drop. All of them. 
Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think he knows that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he had his base weight down to like you know sub ten pounds and would carry one day of food and twelve ounces of water. And his medical kit was no, you have to say it. <laughs> so so the and he hiked in chacos because he did. Yes, he hiked in chacos because yeah. in his words, his feet he won't need socks, and his feet never get sweaty or. D- Dirty, dirty. He, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't get sweaty, sweaty feet. And I'm like, yeah, your feet do get sweaty. Then they just get immediately dirty. So, <laughs> so it covers the sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gives the appearance of not being sweaty, but yeah. you know, whatever. But you know, again, he was hiking his own hike, man. Uh, he was figuring out what worked for other him. Other through hikers like you hike in flip flops. Yeah. like they're not flip flops. They're chacos. Yeah, <laughs> they, we, that was like a big long... holy war that was going to happen about the. They're like defender. sandals, but with sole of a boot. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they, then the the other through hiker said, well, "Do you even carry a med kit?" He's like, "Yeah, I carry a med kit. I carry two Tylenol. I carry two band aids, and I carry a bag of weed. It's all I need." <laughs> and we so, were just all like, "Oh wow, yeah, this is the guy." And, and what did he have strapped? What food did he have strapped to the outside of his food bag? Because he didn't want to have it crushed. A bag he, of Lucky Charms. <laughs> he had just been to town, and and the food that he brought with him was a, a de-box because you know that's weight. He didn't need that. Just yeah. a wax paper. <laughs> bag um full of uh lucky charms yeah so uh so he showed up and then about 45 minutes later what we found out was his hiking companion uh bell or bells bells, bells showed up uh so what was up with bells well uh she was my age and she had she didn't know what she wanted to do in college so she decided to hike half of the AT, but then she decided, like, she was going to go to Harper's Ferry and quit, but then she decided, like, you know what, if I don't do the whole thing now, I'm never going to do the whole thing, so she called up her college, like, a week before this time, and was like, hey, can I defer my enrollment? So she deferred her enrollment, and she's doing the whole AT. Yeah. So, so pretty, pretty interesting, interesting story there. So... Um, so we had finished, so I switched to couscous at this point. So I'm boiling my water and I put my little spice pack in and I hadn't cooked on the, cooked that on the trail yet. So actually, by the way, you know, I read that couscous was a good trail food. It's a great, it's really a great trail food. It's really light. It cooks super fast. It's easy to make and really easy to clean up. So if you're looking for alternatives that are cheap and, you know, again, it's, it's basically pasta. Um, you know, I, I don't know exactly how it's made or what, <laughs> what it is, but it's basically like really, really tiny pasta. Um, and you know, you can get all kinds of flavors. So this one, I, this one I was making like roasted garlic. So it's just, you know, you take some water, put some olive oil in the water, um, which we had taken. And actually that was something that we forgot to do that I meant to do is put a couple tablespoons of olive oil into all our mountain house things. Uh, cause that gives you like an extra 300 calories that would have really actually been probably pretty useful. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, you know, I'm cooking that and Jenny Appleseed looks over and he's like, man, that says, really yeah, like water. Water, <laughs> he's like, man, that smells really good. And the other three hikers says, it's just boiled water, dude. You've been on the trail too long. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so I ate, uh, ate that. It was really good. Um, and then, uh, Johnny Appleseed shared some of his, his, uh, trail magic. He, uh, got some cookies earlier in the day that somebody had given non-magical him. Non-magical cookies. Non-magical cookies. Uh, just regular chocolate cookies. Kind of sniffed it before I ate so- it. <laughs> So yeah, just can't be sure. too careful. Yeah, it's like you just told me what your med kit did. So <laughs> they I'm were in a cellophane a... wrapper. I mean, it wasn't like they were in mm, plastic wrap. Trail so, magic. Yeah. So he shared those, which was very nice. And then he made a little fire and he cooked his dinner. I never did see what he ate. And then Bell's had uh, cheese on bread with Tabasco sauce. Like a block of cheese yeah. 
<laughs> on a two huge slices of bread yeah. and Tabasco, Tabasco sauce. Yeah. That was so, her dinner. That was her dinner. So then we kind of, you know, talked a little bit and hung yeah, out. Yeah, hung out till probably I don't know nine thirty or so. It was a good yeah. group, right? It was fun. You had a little conversation with Johnny Appleseed about uh, art, art therapy, therapy and yeah. yeah. So it was very nice. Good, nice experience with through hikers. Good group. Nice banter. Yeah. Yes. So then we kind of went down to our tents. I don't know nine thirty or so. I think. I mean, we yeah, actually about that. It kinda, was pretty dark out. Yeah, we stayed time. up. Stayed up pretty late. We had to use our use our lights to get in. I hit the sack, and I slept pretty well that night. I mean, not greatest sleep, but but after the night before, you know, trying to sleep in the hammock, and after the low power day, and everything like that, it was Ir- good. irritable bowel was syndrome. Good. I did not have irritable. I had gut problems. It was not IBS, thank God. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, and and the couscous actually helped a lot with that. It was a lot friendlier to my digestive system than uh, all, everything. all of the mountain house. So it's very friendly. What friendly again? What I should intestines. have done? What you know? What I didn't think of? What I should have done when we were at that wayside and I got that Gatorade? It's I should have got some up. yogurt. Oh no! I should have eaten like a quart of yogurt, like oh. Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> we heard about that later. We didn't hear. We'll go over that story later. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's finish it up. So we wake up day eight. This is our last, like full you know, day. full day, last day of really hiking, because uh, because you know our, our plan today uh, was to get to the last hut, Calf Mountain. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it, Calf Mountain Hut. Um, and and if we could get there, um, then like thirteen miles. Basically. Yeah, it was another thirteen mile day, and, and actually, yeah, right at. And so and and you know. Again, we we had a great plan this day, right? So, you know, feeling better than the day before, happy that we got there, you know, getting to the end, right? Last full day of hiking. Oh, man, let's just get this over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we were cranking it, right? I mean, so we kind of set, you know, set a goal to... Uh, we, oh, actually, when we woke up in the morning, um, had a few more conversations, uh, like, the guy from Vermont, like, was there, but, like, gone in 10 minutes. I don't even think you saw him by the time you got out of your tent. I heard yeah. him, like, say, like, see you guys and yeah. whatever. Yeah. But he was yeah, an early riser, early hiker. That's, gone. that's you know, different different modalities Probably out there. Probably habits yeah. from military school. but Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, the Johnny Appleseed and Bells were, were there for a while. But but actually, you know, Bells left. And then Johnny Appleseed probably left about 10, 15 minutes before we did. I mean, again, we weren't in yeah. a super hurry to get out of there. Um, so we kind of, you know, filled up on water cause that, that, that was the thing we had to get full on water that day because there wasn't water for like 10 and a half miles. So almost near the end uh, of the hike. So we did fill up on water. Yeah. So we, we were each carrying, you know, three liters, uh, our full kind of complement. Um, and, uh, it, as I was coming out of the privy, you guys said, Hey, there's a bear over, <laughs> over there. And I, <laughs> hey, bear. Yeah. And I went raw. Yeah. Like jokingly, <laughs> this bear was like across <laughs> A ravine. A ravine on the other side, just kind of like looking at us a little bit, just like, oh, hey, hey guys. Yeah. And this dude <laughs> comes out of the privy and is like, oh, there's a bear? Oh, I'm going to growl at I'm gonna it. I'm going to get big. Get big. Raw. Yeah, and he, ro- <laughs> he growls at it, and that bear was literally like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude's crazy. Up the hill, yeah. like in five seconds. Just like, yeah. probably smelled you and was like, yeah, Pro- you're, probably. you're yeah, like I was, dead. Why, I was pretty why are you well, raw? Like growling at me. Yeah, just a gear point. I mean, so this was a thing that, again, I, I, I really struggle with every morning, right? So we, you know, we we did follow all the suggestions we got. We went to some uh, sessions. I haven't talked about those yet. At Road Rivers and Trails in oh, Milford, yeah. Ohio, really, really useful. If you guys are thinking, you know, in the area and thinking about, uh, you know, doing any doing anything like this, definitely go talk to those guys. They can help you out a lot. Um, and you know, they really sold us on the idea of look, just take. A pair of day clothes to hike in, a pair of night clothes to sleep in, and that's it. 
Don't yeah. take anything else. You know, save your pack weight. It's gonna stink anyway. And like, don't and, don't waste. And they were absolutely right. But I will tell you, I still, you know, in a in the in the section hike, I'm sure you would get used to it in a through hike. In the section hike, I never got used to waking up in the morning, being all nice and kind of warm, and you know, have slept Dry. well and have breakfast, and then have to find that crappy cold still sort of dampish Moist. you know uh synthetic or uh, sport fabric shirt that, that we wore which those were good to i mean you know again that was a good suggestion too you know cotton is death on the trail right oh uh, yeah because <laughs> it'll just catch fire <laughs> catch fire and freeze you to death at the same time it's amazing yeah, it's awesome so 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 you know putting that thing on the first 20 minutes it was and it stank you know i stank but it stank worse yeah just like you kind of forget how much you stink until you put on your old it's, clothes again. And yeah. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah. But but I will say 20 minutes into it, it was fine. Right. It really didn't bother me at all yeah. because you just kind of become one with your shirt. You just get distracted by what you're doing and like yeah. you're nasty again yourself. So right. your clothes don't bother you. Yeah. So so did that again uh, for for one last time actually because as events will turn out I did not ever put that shirt on again yeah. we'll find out why in a minute yeah. so so you know and and again it was a good plan we said all right we got thirteen miles to go let's do three and a half and take a break three and a half do lunch three and a half have a snack take a break and then we'll do three and we'll be done right or, yeah. or three in a little bit and we'll be done that'll be um, good and we'll and and again I'm not gonna look at the app a lot I'm not gonna do this how far have we gone bullshit we're gonna set landmarks you know when we get to this intersection we've gone three and a half miles when we get to this parking lot we've gone three and a half miles when we get to this you know whatever we had three landmarks picked out and we just went right and we were making good time you know feeling pretty good yeah after the previous day it was a nice recovery um you know and and you know we got we got our seven miles in by lunch you know lunch at a regular time you know in in the noonish time frame um and oh well we had a celebration lunch (laughs) <laughs> our celebration last full day of the at and we had our celebratory flour tortilla peanut butter and m&ms roll that up and Fantastic. it is heaven it is actually really good <laughs> yeah i was trying i was gonna think about having it for lunch today but then i realized we didn't have any tortillas or m&ms we do have tortillas oh, oh yeah that's right i brought more i bought yeah. more than we actually need we don't have any m&ms though oh go to dollar general <laughs> yeah i can fix that <laughs> easily so <laughs> just hide them from mason i know i won't put them in the gun safe so <laughs> jesus um put my m&ms next to my ak-47 so then so then things took a turn for the worse in our third leg uh, <laughs> on day eight yeah so so we were you know we knew it might rain so actually i think we hiked that whole day because it was because to be fair right this is actually something that's when we talked about it was supposed to rain the whole day, right? We we actually were prepared the night before. Yeah, like it kind of like drizzled a little bit in the morning, but then it stopped like five minutes after we started hiking. We're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, but our not. pack covers were still on. I think the whole day. I don't yeah, think we ever took them off. Still on, just in case. Yeah. Um. Again, once they're on, it's like you're carrying it anyway. So what's so it matter? Meh. Um. But but about halfway through, you know, so this is maybe two o'clock or so, two yeah. thirty maybe at the latest. It started to rain like it did on day two, which is kind of nice at first. I'm like, oh, this is all right. Like a nice downpour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, little mist and then a little harder and then a little, and then a lot harder. <laughs> Thunder, lightning, <laughs> Thunder, crash. lightning, dark. Couldn't see three feet in front of us, and it was like that for the next Just two and a half hours. So we skipped. Like, okay, this can stop now. Yeah, we skipped like, our third break. Literally. 
Yeah, we skipped our third break because who wants hiked. to take a break in the rain? We right on through. Hiked probably five, maybe six miles, all the way up to the shelter. Um, you know, and again, I was having to go on memory because we had to put our phones in bags. You know, I wasn't looking so at the app. I wasn't getting a map out, so I was trying to go by memory about you know how close we were, how much farther we had to go. And I didn't know what time it was. You know, so I couldn't do it based on time. So at some point, it's like learned helplessness. It's like just figure that you'll never get there, and then when you actually do, it'll be a nice surprise. I think so, that's yeah. yeah. I think that's aim high, that's, shoot, shoot low. That's that's kind of what <laughs> I was going with at that point. My mood wasn't. I was hungry. I needed to use the bathroom <laughs> for seven miles, <laughs> <laughs> going up and down hills. So I was not in the greatest of moods. And well, well, and so when it rains on the trail, the trail itself becomes a river. Right. So, so, I mean, you know, things just flood down like pine needles and sticks and rocks just like coming down like hills and whatnot. Yeah. So, so your boots were waterproof, right? My shoes, I was just wearing hiker shoes. They were waterproof, but they're full of water. Yeah. Okay. So, so mine had just mesh down. Yeah. So, so they were sop full of water and again i gotta give credit you know the whole thing about wool socks so we wore sock liners and then wool socks on the outside they were my feet were not cold at all no right? they we're, weren't cold yeah so they so, were wet they weren't cold yeah they were wet but not cold and the rain was pretty cold right i mean it was you know again if yeah. we, we we you know that was one of the things that that we were able to keep going at that pace and we didn't even really stop to drink that much because i was just kind of drinking out of my mustache a little bit <laughs> The advantages of having a mustache, part yeah. two. Yeah. So <laughs> engage with your windscreen and drink when it's raining. Yep. So, so, but it was raining hard. I mean, it was just hard just and miserable. lightning. Just and, you know, awful. of course, I was doing the safe thing. I was counting between the time, you know, and the lightning was always 10, 12 miles away. So I was never really that worried, worried. about getting struck by lightning. <laughs> it's just like, not that worried. Not that likely. Yeah. Nah. But uh, but yeah, it was raining hard. Now, the one thing we did learn is while planes probably would have been grounded in this weather, the one thing that could fly freely is... Horse flies. And yes. they love my dad, yeah, apparently. For some, in the rain. I'm just they a sweaty... They swarmed his yeah. legs. Oh, my God. And I was just sitting at back... I was walking behind him, and I would just see them literally like five horse flies at a time just like swarming his legs yeah i'd try to like swat them away with the bandana i had and like, like why are you hitting me <laughs> it's like what are you just that stopped at one point it's like what are you doing i'm like i'm trying to hit the horse flies away from your legs because they're going to bite you hmm. he's like don't worry about me jesus yeah. like <laughs> it's like no i don't want them to bite you yeah so um so we passed a sign that said like 0.9 miles or yeah, nine tenths of a mile to the shelter. We're like, okay, well that that's fine. We can do that. And I think halfway up the hill, I was like, where is this damn shelter or something? Yeah. Cause I was just absolutely finished. Yeah. So, so we kept going and, uh, we, uh, we found the turnoff for the shelter. Um, like, ah, oh, yes, three-tenths of a mile. Yeah, so we took the little spur, and that was a little adventure, too, little ankle breakers and kind of, you know, it wasn't Slippery a hill. Rocks. But Yeah, yeah, but it was, was very narrow, and again, it was pretty dark. I mean, not dark enough that we need to put our headlamps on or anything like that, but, but decently a- dark. A- approaching that, right? So um, we, we make our way to the shelter, and uh, I, see I, a light in there. I see somebody in there. And so 
hiker courtesy is to sort of announce yourself when you're coming up to a shelter, at least if it's early, you know, which which it was. It was what? I mean, again, we kind of hiked all the way through, so it was like 5 o'clock, right? Yeah, around 5, yeah. 6, yeah. I'd say. So it was early enough. So we kind of, you know, I let out a little woohoo, you know, we, you know, and, and, like, and, we made it. and, and I saw the light turn towards me. And I thought, oh, they saw me. So, but when we turned around the corner to the shelter, the lady that was in there let out a blood curdling scream because I realized she couldn't have heard me because it was raining so hard in the tin Literally roof. Went to you the couldn't hear right there. anything. <laughs> so she immediately starts apologizing. She was very I'm nice. Sorry. Yeah, I'm section so hiker. It was her first mean to scare you. first like, night on the trail. Go to the bathroom, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, first night on the trail, she was a. I think she was a nurse, maybe. And yeah, I, she said she was a nurse. Yeah, moved moved to the area a while ago and uh, liked hiking and just never been and uh, to the Shenandoah and uh, so she uh, had a few extra days off and decided to do. You know, I think she's doing three or four days or something like that by herself. Pretty cool. Yeah. So she had her tent set up because she, you know, was convinced that she was going to be alone. Oh, how wrong she was. Oh, <laughs> how. Fooled she was. So indeed. I, you know, again, I I have kind of trail manners at this point. So I immediately just start stripping. I take my shirt off. I take my shoes and socks off. I did leave my shorts on. Um, I got back from the privy uh, and got my camp Fantastic. towel out and kind of dried dried off. And like honestly, I felt better in like five minutes. Yeah, after drying off and being under a shelter and everything. yeah, staying under a shelter, raining hard, dried off. You know, hadn't even really eaten. Although I had, I think we had like our snack, right? Didn't we kind of eat the snack? Yeah, we, we ate eat? our snack because we were probably starving at that point. It finally set in. Like, oh god, we did seven miles without stopping. We yeah. probably need to eat. Yeah, so we ate our snack, um, and then just about the time you were finished putting your pants on <laughs> in my raincoat, yeah. So <laughs> I was like. And he's like, do you want to change? I was like, sure. He's like, do you just want to put on my raincoat and like change under that? I was like, sure. <laughs> I don't know how well that's going to work, but you know what? I just don't care at this point. <laughs> so I was like trying to, I put his raincoat, which was oversized enough, so it'd cover everything and just kind of like turned away from my dad and this poor woman and just kind of like maneuvered my way into my dry clothes and like I was starting to put my like dry shorts on and dad's like oh another hiker I was like god fucking (laughs) (laughs) like just yank up my shorts just in time to see this gigantic (laughs) mammoth of a man with a long beard and a kilt shirtless shirtless come (laughs) trundling through the woods towards the shelter I'm like oh my god (laughs) And thus, it's literally a Viking. <laughs> and thus we met Ragnar. His trail yes. name, I think. <laughs> no, that's just his name. Yeah, that could be both. <laughs> Why not? Could serve dual purposes. So uh, he was there, uh, and he said he had two companions not long like, oh, behind yeah, him. Like, so two people are ended up being me. two brothers. Um, that uh, Imposter that and Persi- Poseidon yep. were their trail names. Yeah. So they uh, Poseidon immediately got to setting up his hammock. He wasn't sleeping in no shelter. So apparently. Uh, and then uh, Imposter and he uh, hopped up in the top uh, and, and split their summer sausage. So they were eating. We were <laughs> a pound co- of summer sausage and cheese. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I think Poseidon had just decided to not carry a knife anymore right before they bought a bunch of summer sausage. So he was trying to bum knives off everyone. Of course. Um, and then... Uh, Steal his brother's shoes whenever. That's right. They, they, yeah, he didn't. Uh, Poseidon also didn't carry camp shoes. So he just borrowed other people's. He's like, there's always some available. I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need to have them. They're, they're just always there. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, the trail provides. So, uh, and then about, I don't know, 10 minutes after that, 
two other two people. Two more hikers. Two more hikers. A, a couple, a guy and a girl. Uh, Probably came, in their 20s. Yeah, came came uh, coming out. So, so you know, this poor lady who thought she was going to, you know, be alone and, and was happy, actually, when we were there. She's like, oh, you know, and I get that, right? I mean, staying in a shelter you've never been in before, you know, by yourself, first night in the trail, you know, can be a little spooky. So I, I get yeah. that she was happy that we were there. I don't know how happy she was that everybody yeah, happened to show up. That, that shelter got crowded real quick, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, so I I, I, I thought everybody was going to stay in there, but then Poseidon didn't. So, you know, that was one out. And then, you know, later. The, the couple came in. They're like, oh, we, like, get, get the hell out of here. Like, they knew them from through hiking. Yeah. 500 miles ago, they yeah, had, yeah, was they, the last they had, time they saw They had kind of started together and hiked all the way through, uh, I think, uh, the Smokies. Yeah, I think and, so. And kind of split up somewhere in the Smokies, but, you know, because they took different breaks and different paces, uh, had caught back up. So they were fast friends again and kind of caught up and, you know, traded stories about people that, you know, they'd hiked with and who was where. And we heard stories about the trail vegan and about this guy named Two Trails. <laughs> and uh, we heard about peaches and we heard about an asshole, 13. Apparently. Uh, we heard about all these all these great, great, great stories, right? It was just stories and stories and, and them giving each other shit and everything. It was really a cool way to kind of spend, you they know. They were awesome. The, the last they were night. my favorite through hikers. <laughs> I loved the two brothers especially. They were just, they would just go off each other. It was fantastic. Yeah, we, we, they, you know. Uh, I was probably like half like delusional at this point from fatigue and what What was the funniest, funniest story that you heard them tell? Oh, jeez. I, I know. know what it was based on how you reacted. It was the beard. Oh, the beard. <laughs> we both cried laughing at that. Oh, my God. Apparently. No, you tell it. You. So <laughs> um, they were eating crackers. In one night. One night. And, and Imposter did not uh, clean the crumbs out of his beard. Because they all had like these really long, scraggly. Yeah, like trail beards trail beards and, and he did not clean the crumbs out of his beard and he woke up in the morning with a mouse burrowed into, <laughs> his, into beard. his beard <laughs> because there were crumbs there it's of lucky course. a snake didn't crawl in there after the mouse or yeah. like an owl swooped down <laughs> we heard that too an owl swooped down so heard lots of stories about snakes and mice and owls and rabbits and and all sorts of things that they'd seen now they had been hiking for nine or ten weeks yeah and had seen three bears in total at this point we had seen 16 they're like jesus christ <laughs> we're in bear attractant <laughs> so so they were really looking forward to seeing some bears uh since they had just you know again they had, they had done you know basically the opposite of what we did the next day right so they'd only done like a little eight mile hike had been staying yeah. in the titty so they, you know they were they were pretty pretty energized you know ready to get back on the trail ready to keep going because they had a few zero days in uh, uh rockfish gap um the void or the yeah, the vortex. vortex got sucked into the vortex which apparently is like you get to a town and there's a bunch of other through hikers there you just kind of hang out and those then you wake that up day five days later and days. You, yeah, yeah you realize i'm not on the trail anymore ah oh, what happened and, oh shit yeah. <laughs> and I could see how that could happen because when we went, we we're done in Charleston. Like the first two days we were in Charleston, I was just like, oh, this is so nice. I could just stay. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I, I don't never, care what we do. I never yeah. want to leave. Yeah. I just lay here yeah. on this beach forever. So so then four or five, four, I think, section hikers that yeah, again four. had started that day. Uh, guys in their you know, 40s, 50s, maybe, maybe one, one older one, guy. One, one guy maybe like up in his dad. 60s, yeah. I don't think he's your dad. You think so? Yeah, it was their dad. Really? Yeah, yeah they said yeah. it was their dad. Oh, okay. Well, then. two brothers and like their dad and some other dude. No, oh, no, no. Okay. Fuck. 
whatever. Um, so they, they came in and they took one look at all of us and hit, sitting like, in the shelter and they're like, yeah, we're going to tent. <laughs> so they set up their tents uh, kind of in the one little gap of rain that we had. And uh, uh, yeah, they, they all had their own little single tents and they all tented uh, in, in the sites. They out front. really didn't interact with us that uh, they, much? They kind of came through and had cooked dinner at the shelter because it was the only table available <laughs> was, was so they're just kind of like hey, hey. yeah <laughs> so up? so yeah i mean it was just a great night of trading stories with ragnar and imposter and poseidon and yes. and uh the the oh, uh to, the couple yeah lots and lots of great stories that uh, are not suit suited to air <laughs> so we'll keep them to ourselves well but like the vegan is we learned why you cannot be a vegan on the trail because it's unhealthy <laughs> yeah we learned that that Apparently. hikers hate to hike Yes, from them. The, like, we freaking hate to hike. Yeah. We complain all the time. Yeah, all through hikers have two things in common. They all hate hiking, and they all came to the trail because they didn't like something where they were, so they came here instead. So Try and figure it out. Yep, just to figure it out. So, great place to figure stuff out. Yeah, and I've heard absolutely. that a bunch, right? You know, that, that and, and I, again, I cannot claim to have full visibility into what it's like to do a through hike, but there is a certain meditation to walking oh, absolutely and, and a certain i suck at meditating and base <laughs> you get into that you know that you don't have to work to get into just i mean you have to work to walk and you know go up the hills and all that it's sort of physical stuff. work but after a while like get your hike your legs and you just don't pay attention yeah. to it anymore and you can just think and think yep. and think <laughs> yeah so really good night now I, I did not end up sleeping super well because the it's <laughs> gonna sound really really dumb but the the platform i realized after we lay so we slept in the shelter because again it was just raining too much and we were too tired and we're like screw it it's the last night these guys all seem fine we're just sleeping in the shelter so we set up in the shelter and the platform of the shelter where we put our heads towards the outside instead of the inside you know you know we didn't see any signs of mice except a few mouse traps with nothing in them no signs of snakes no signs or anything like that just spiders just lots of spiders so we left our heads to the outside to the open wall of the shelter and our feet not eat spiders throughout the night or have them crawl in our mouth right so now now imposter was sure he's going to get bit by a spider and he was hoping that it was a radioactive spider (laughs) at which point i sang spider pig spider pig <laughs> and Which the, was funny enough, but then later, like, like an, an hour later, <laughs> hour when we later, are laying down, we're to all go to going bed. to sleep, and up from the loft where Imposter is, we hear Spider Pig. Spider Pig. <laughs> He's like stuck in his head for an pig. hour. <laughs> <laughs> just, Ragnar looks up to him like you're an idiot. <laughs> so so yeah we uh, th- but anyway the platform where the way we slept the head was just slightly lower than the feet just slightly and, and, and i felt like i was drowning all night like i mean like my sinuses filled up and i i just really had a hard time sleeping so but it was fine right and we were last night whatever i'd rather have that than spiders crawl in my mouth I like guess. that's why i boiled myself alive in my sleeping bag it's like as sure as hell when i put my arms out of here spider's gonna crawl over all over my arms It'll bite me i'm just gonna bury myself in my sleeping bag and pray to god they don't find me <laughs> there you go didn't so, happen so. Yeah. so so i was up you know for probably a good hour in the middle of, and it was dark i don't know if you woke up at all and looked oh, around yeah, i did but it was the because it was cloudy you know so no stars yeah. or moon and in a shelter in the shelter and, and literally i was putting my hand in front of my face it was like being in a cave you couldn't see it right yeah i mean it was just dark so, you know, no re- no no light problems for sleeping, but just having your head slightly below your feet, not good for sleeping. Apparently, imposter lit up a cigarette at like 4 a.m. 
Yeah, and I incorporated into I was asleep then because I incorporated in my dream like, oh, the shelter's on fire. <laughs> so didn't wake up. Didn't, didn't wake care. Up. Nope. <laughs> like, things will happen. Yeah. It'll so got up last morning, packed up, said goodbye to everybody. I'm. I think. I think the the single through or single section hiker left. Oh, we left with her, right? Yeah, we left at the same time as her. And, and I think and the the four section hikers they left really early, right? Yeah, they were, they, like, they out, they of were there. out of they there like for us. Yeah, yeah. So we left. And, and <laughs> one of the brothers, they're like, "Man, they're on top of this. They're making us look bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these section hikers coming in and getting out of here quick. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I don't know what time they and left. they were they were talking big game, like, "Oh yeah, tomorrow we're gonna do twenty we're miles. Do twenty miles, we're gonna get to yeah." Next morning, they're like, eh, "Well, let's you, just get to Loft Mountain." <laughs> do you guys just? Do you guys want to do the twenty miles, or like, do you want to do you just do like thirteen to Loft Mountain and Loft just stay Mountain. there because they have blackberry milkshakes and they're amazing. <laughs> so, no, have no idea what they ended up doing. So we we did our last eight miles. It was uh, super foggy all day, right? I mean, like it, creepy. Yeah, I mean, like I kept expecting like Sir Lancelot to like charge out of and the mist. I was expecting Slenderman, so there's a difference in yeah, our different generations and ages. But uh, yeah, so super foggy. Um, a few uh, really different terrain on the last day, yeah. right? So, so you know, the descent from Calf Mountain, we had a few open fields that we walked some through, meadows, uh, some uh, big communications towers, uh, very strange kind like of whistling, straight out of like Stranger Things. My yeah. God, yeah. I was like, government's going to get us. Yeah. So uh, these are aliens. Yeah. Saw that and um, had a little bit of a bitch of a climb that you know I kind of discounted and said, "Oh, there's a little short climb we'll have like, to do." Oh no, yeah, no, we got the big climbs over with that was just no this little problem. one next yeah Dude, no it problem it was like man. 900 feet per mile or something like it straight up freaking, you needed a rope yeah <laughs> it was terribly steep and yeah. just but like pretty short it was, it was only like four, four tenths five tenths of a mile so like, not 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 that long like, god damn it <laughs> and then short, we had but it's a yeah then we had uh we, we saw the last through hiker we met was a guy with cincinnati hat on who actually went to uh or lived in crescent springs which is yep. uh about 20 miles from where where we are uh we're so that was neat yeah we had a cincinnati like, reds hat yeah, on and and uh yeah he was through hiking so it was the last one we saw um ironic saw, yeah saw some older through hikers before that um who actually knew Ragnar. Ragnar and Imposter and Poseidon and two like, trails. Oh, Ragnar? Yeah, so oh maybe we'll catch up with them. They're like, probably like sixty or seventy years yeah. old. I'm like, yeah, if you hurry, they're probably still at camp. <laughs> yeah. They're still there, so Yeah. They like to stay at camp and play Dungeons and Dragons. Um <laughs> So Honestly, we should just like do a podcast of all their stories. No, 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 no. That that's see, that's what I want to do. So I, I want to do when I do my through hike, I'm gonna do a podcast from the shelters. I'm oh, just gonna wow. set up with people just with people just say That'd hey do you want to be do you want to be on my podcast let's just tell stories let's just talk about what we've seen and what we've done and that would that's actually a fantastic idea yeah I know. i'm sad you didn't do that there <laughs> yeah i didn't think of it until i was done i didn't know what to expect but now i do damn so oh well um rest in pieces ragnar and imposter and so, so yeah we we hiked down the last uh the last two miles was pretty much downhill so that was was pretty easy we walked uh you know again a little bit different terrain and we just got plopped out kind of on a highway at the end. <laughs> just like, yep, and you're here. <laughs> yeah. Looked around. You know, it took us like an like, extra half hour to where find. Where was it? Waynesboro in yeah, Virginia. Yeah, Waynesboro. Yeah, yeah. To find the Rockfish Gap Welcome Center, which I had built up in my mind to be like a. Very nice. You know, like a like, park service thing where yeah. it's like, you know, park rangers and Wi-Fi and showers. Stickers. And we can get stickers for the Senando National Park in 18. And celebratory Snickers bar. Yeah. No. It was uh, a, tr- a double wide trailer. On that, top of a hill. On top of a hill 
next out to next to a burnt out Howard Johnson's. <laughs> um, so yeah, motel with a bunch of like penises drawn inside. Of so. course, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so so the uh, but we got a ride. We got picked up, and uh, the net for the trail was uh, our average speed was about one point eight miles an hour. So we came close to the the two. We averaged decent, out. Yeah. Um, Not too bad. Did a total of 108 trail miles, 120 walking miles. That was, you know, waysides and stuff like that. Um, and what's your big takeaway? What uh, what what would you suggest for someone, th- you know, thinking about this? And and what uh, personally uh, did you bring back that you didn't have with you before you came? Oh, geez. What I would suggest to another person considering like such section hiking. Section hiking or thinking about a through hike, yeah. Um, don't set your expectations too high. Probably, yeah. Like, don't be real. Don't, be realistic. Yeah, don't be like uh, us. We're like, oh yeah, we'll do like two miles an hour, and that'll be our slowest pace. Like, that's if we're going really slow. Yeah. Or like, and just, I don't know, just kind of. What I what I kind of took away was like each time we would get done with like a hill or something, like just feeling like kind of proud of that would just kind of like keep you going. Just like, oh, wow, I just did that. Oh, wow. I just hiked 13 miles. Oh, wow. Just like kind of feeling proud of yourself and getting a sense of the achievement. So that's something I kind of like took away from the trail. Just like being like thankful and proud of myself for even just like small things because those were worth like getting excited over and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, don't pack too much food. There's always a way to get more if you need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the logistics side of it, you know, again, it's easy to just go buy a bunch of food and throw it in your pack, right, ahead of time, and it's a pain in the ass to carry it. So do yeah. the work. Your pack does get significantly lighter, though. Yeah, hey, you end. get stronger and your pack gets lighter, and, you know, all yeah. those things kind of go in the right direction. But, yeah, do the work to actually figure out where resupply is and, and figure out the different kind of creative ways to resupply. Because if you can't avoid carrying too much it is worth it. Yeah. So, although I was watching a YouTube video last night of uh, I don't know uh, Bigfoot something or another, I just started watching him a little what? bit. He's a he's a hiker uh, YouTuber. Got it. And he was getting ready for a hike. It was called the FCT. I'm not sure what that is. I have no clue what that is. Yeah. No, See, I don't know that. if it was a challenge that he was doing or a specific section of a trail, or okay. I, I'm not sure. Interesting. But he had everything you need: eight days of food, his all his gear. Everything you needed, and it weighed twenty-two pounds, including eight days of food. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, okay. that's that's an ultralight hiker for you. That so, was yeah. less than me than my pack on the first couple yeah. days. Yeah, and you had like three days of food. Jesus. So, anyway, um, and what did you bring back that you didn't uh, you didn't take with you? What's your big takeaway? Like it is possible. Like for again, the first day, I like at the end of the day, I had my little mental breakdown or major mental breakdown just like i can't do this i can't do this at all like i'm already like sore and i hate this so much which like after like even just like directly after i'm just kind of like oh man i kind of want to go back yeah (laughs) it's just very i was trying to reserve judgment but you know again i think even a week out i'm like yeah i want to do at least another section hike i think i think daryl and i are going to do a section hike he was like facebook with me he's like i'd like to do that i'm like well come with me on my next section hike so neat but yeah it's, it's just like very simplistic like all you have to really worry about is getting done for the day 
and like the next climb you're gonna do or like avoiding bears or something like that it's just very straightforward simplistic way to live for a few days and like you you really aren't thinking about like little stuff like you do in your daily life yeah i guess like well yeah it, it coming me- back into like melts away a lot of the distractions that's yeah. for sure and like also i noticed too like because you really just couldn't get on your phone most of the time because you didn't have time or there wasn't service so there just really wasn't any point to it so like now i notice just how much i pick up my phone just for no freaking reason whatsoever and it really like bothers me now <laughs> well yeah like I mean, why am i doing this there's no point like yeah. i shouldn't be on my phone this makes no sense i'm doing this for absolutely no reason yeah you Just well wasting it, time again that's a transition that that you know i lived through as an adult that you guys have just been surrounded with always is you know the the availability of phones and, and again how it you know again it's insidious right because Remember we talked about that whole Jonathan Hate thing. I remembered his name finally, Jonathan Hate, that elephant uh, and rider thing uh, yes. on the trail. And and you know your elephant is sending you these little cues like I'm bored or I'm anxious or I'm you know whatever, right? And you don't notice that consciously. Yeah, you don't. You, you don't not unconsciously think like, oh, I am bored or and, I am you know, anxious. But 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 you get that and then and it just pick up just, the phone. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll fill that in. Distract. It'll fill that in. Where again, there's incredible things that can come from being bored or actually dealing with your anxiety. Yeah. Or you know, again, but with phones being there, you just never get the chance to because you're just distracting yourself constantly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I want to look up that phone that we heard about in that podcast the other day. That light phone. That's just a phone. I think that'd be cool to have, like, to be able to make a conscious choice to say, "Look, I'm I'm carrying this with me right now. So if you want to call me, you can call me. You can still get me, and I can yeah. still call you. But I don't have all these stupid apps." Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I mean, the thing I would suggest is again, do your homework. Right, watch your videos, talk to people that have done it. Uh, you know, we we did pretty much everything. We read. You know, we went to seminars. We talked to people that had done it. We watched a lot of YouTube videos that, you know, we found those at the end and they, they were super helpful. Right? Oh yeah. A lot, a lot From of, people who had done it before and kind of yeah. like had suggestions. Yeah. But do your research, you know, you know, we, like I said, we went through the planning timeline I mean, we've planning this for, for four or five months, you know, pretty, pretty seriously. Um, do your practice hikes, right? We didn't do enough of those, but I think we did enough to at least know what we were getting into, at least to yeah, get the, test out our gear yeah, and get, everything. Get so. the cognitive piece done, not necessarily the physical piece. A little more mentally prepared. Yeah than if we had done nothing. Yeah. Not completely, because yeah. it was still quite a shock first day, but yeah. enough to get kind of get an idea. Yeah. But. And, and for me, you know, again, it's a little bit same as you, is is just the uh, uh, the ability to be, you know, to make a choice, uh, to put yourself in a situation where, you know, again, you're you going to struggle. It's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable, and you're going to be okay uh, at the end of it, right? It's I think those things are valuable, right? And and, and uh, I'm glad we got to share it. It was yeah, cool. Absolutely, it was cool. It was great bonding experience. And all right, well, challenge. that's well over an hour. So for this <laughs> second one, fantastic. Uh, but we got it done in two parts. So uh, that's it for uh, for this edition of the uh, ChrisKelly.org podcast thank you guys for listening uh as i've said in my uh description these will be when i'm too lazy to write up and i think as you can tell we could keep going for another couple hours this would have been a lot to write up so uh, this is a lot easier for me and uh hopefully it was uh worth it listening for you um if you got any suggestions about maybe a next section hike uh or you know maybe something i should look at certainly leave a comment uh we would appreciate it and um 
you know, we'll do one, you know, we'll have to do a multi-parter when you get back from uh, Latin America. You oh, know, man. Kind of yeah. do like an hour on Ecuador, an hour on Costa Rica, an hour on Peru. Yeah, because so. I'm going to be spending like weeks in each of Maybe you should those. take, maybe you, sh- you want a little, well, yeah, I'll send you a recorder if you want to do some podcasts while you're down there. You can just do them live with, with, with whoever. Yeah, with whoever. Yeah, with my homestay family just who like are making me guinea pigs to eat. Exactly. Yes. How do you cook a guinea pig exactly? <laughs> Tell me the process. Yeah. They're just talking in Spanish. No one can understand. Yeah. But Maybe that'd be cool. We should think about that. Take a little recorder and maybe. Yeah, record record some Perhaps. podcasts down there. That could be that could be interesting. I just think about it. All right. Well, uh it's been fun. Thanks for doing this with me. No problem, man. All right. Thank you.